Welcome to another episode of the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. Now buckle up, you fine scale freaks. This week's episode is brought to you by our patrons. We love you guys, and we actually picked up a new patron, and we want to thank William. Um, thanks for becoming a patron to our podcast. We hope you enjoy all the content, and now, William, you get exclusive access to our Overtime at the Bench podcast that also comes out Friday afternoon-ish. Um, it's a secondary episode that we just started doing. So if you guys are interested in getting an exclusive extra episode each week, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash customs, just like William did and all of our other patrons, and you will get access to some exclusive podcast episodes. All right, with that, let's jump into episode 26. Thanks, guys. All right, and welcome to episode 26. Howdy, howdy. What? Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, doody. All right, welcome to episode 26 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs. This week, we have an exciting guest on the show. We have Jeff Grove from Carolina Craftsman Kits. Uh, We had just got done doing the Tucker Factory of his. Well, I did. You didn't do it. But... uh, uh, you also have a kit of his to do here. Yes. So um, we will jump into our interview with Jeff here in a minute. But I think first we've been holding out on you guys for a couple weeks and we haven't gone over the old school, down and dirty bench time podcast like we used to. So right. we are going to go over kind of what we got going on on the bench this week, what we have planned in the future, our detail parts, some some different things we have going on, and then we'll jump into our interview just because – I feel like we've been doing a lot of interviews and a lot of interviews, and you really haven't gotten a lot of just me and my dad talking about what we used to talk about. So Yeah, so we'll um, lock. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll do this real quick, and then we will jump into our interview with Jeff, and then we'll wrap up the show. So I'll just start with what I have going on. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of waterfront that we started to work on now that we have 16 feet of waterway, and you probably have heard that just with talk, you know, with the episode last week with Bruce. So... You know, I, I rewatched the DVD from Doug Fiscali on doing some waterway and doing a little bit of water, de- a little bit of water work for our scenery, and I will be spending my weekend doing a lot of making waves. I'm gonna make a lot of waves. Um, we like to make well, waves. We're gonna be making some waves, uh, but uh, no, I'll be doing a little bit of water work on the front of the layout, and I'll be using my Liquitex matte gel and uh, my silicone like Doug shows in the DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I have going on. And, it, you know, if you're a, a part of our patron-only uh, episodes that we just started doing, the Overtime at the Bench episodes, uh, you become you can become a patron. It's a, a minimum of a dollar a month, and you'll get access to some cool stuff. You'll get a shout-out on our show. You will receive, uh, at different levels, you receive different rewards for becoming a patron. But... Any level from a dollar a month all the way up, you get access to our Overtime at the Bench episodes. And last week on the Overtime at the Bench episode, we talked about kind of what we were working on. So, um, you know, I have my, uh, after talking to Bruce, I got hooked and I wanted to do a boat. So I got the the 18-inch fishing boat um, that's on his site. It's the SA125HO Boat Cradle. So I'll be doing a boat, a new boat for the waterfront, as well as a couple uh, seaside buildings that I'm probably going to scratch build. Um, 
And I'm also doing a scratch build that was mentioned by one of our patrons, Dave Criswick. Uh, and you would have also heard that on our patron-only episode a week ago. Um, Dave got on our Facebook page and said to do Evelyn's Sweet Shop as, as a suggestion for one of my kits that I'm going to dedicate to my second daughter. So I started cutting the walls and the windows out for Evelyn's Sweet Shop. And hopefully this weekend I'll get a little bit of time to sit down and crank that baby out. Um, I got a storefront. The front of it will be the a candy store, and then the back will be a confectionery factory, like a candy factory. Um, so that's what I got going on this week. I know I just I just chewed your ear off. So what do you got going on? Well, what do I have going on on the layout on my on my workbench? Yeah, I have. Uh, well, uh, I I kind of talked about this uh, earlier, but um, Goober's gas. I talked to some about this on uh, so Goober's gas. Goober's yeah, but garage. you're not just doing the now. You're not just doing the kit now. You're doing no, more. No, well, see, that's the it's thing. E- it's I started, now it's I did e- the kit. Uh, it's a test build for yeah Casey's workshop. I did a test build of Goober's uh, garage, which is a really cool kit, and um, and I had a lot of fun with it. It turned out real nice, and but it wasn't enough for me. I needed to do some something more. So um, it has evolved into a little diorama that has taken on a life of its own, and I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to stop. Please help me stop. Please help me. But I, we're gonna I, come over, and we're gonna have an intervention. <laughs> I need to have an intervention because I've been adding details all over it, and uh, it's ha- I'm having a lot of fun. It looks really nice. Hey, you're I going to town nice. with it, and I think it looks awesome. I think it looks nice, and you know what? That's all that matters. I don't care if you, I don't give a shit if you don't like it or don't do like it. If you don't, that's fine. If you do, that's fine. It's for me and it's my model. So that's what it's about. So yeah, and it's, it's neat. I'm going to post some pictures online on it. So, yep. Yeah. Well, I, um, I'm now officially designating you as our, our road man. You're the official road guy. Oh, uh, the road uh, turned out nice. You are. I don't even want to do roads now. I want you to do all the roads. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. It's concrete road, and I had a lot of fun with the concrete road. Um, that that was neat. So, um, yep. I don't want to Very get into. Cool. I don't want to get into it too deep, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I want the photos and you'll to be speak for it. About that a little bit later today. Correct. I mean, uh, a little bit later this weekend, right? Yeah, and, and I want to. I want to talk a little bit about pictures, it but... as well. I want to talk a little bit about it on our on our on our uh, on our other um, on our paid. Um, I guess it's uh, the yeah, uh, patron patrons episodes. patron episode. Yeah, if you want to yes. hear a little bit more about it, it's on our patron yeah. episode. But this um, week. So, yeah, I'm going to be posting right. stuff up so everybody's going to get to see it. So it's it's not exclusive. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a big deal if it is. It's just a model. It's my model. So right. go ahead. Oh well. That's what I got going this week. Um, got a tool? I think, um, I think that we are going to be jumping into the Jeff interview here in a second. So, um, Don't you have a favorite a tool? Little... Oh, my tool? Yeah. Uh, well, sh- you want me to talk I, about mine while you think about it? Yeah, you can. I'll, I'll come up with something here. Let me, let me go over <laughs> right, and look, what, look what at the do work I love? What do I love more than anything else with tools? Anybody that's been paying attention. Oh. Brett, come on. I don't know. What is my fuck? What is... Oh! What? Almost more. What is my... Paint palettes. Yes! 
Yes, PayPal. It's my ding, obsession. Ding, 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 ding. What do I win? What do I win? You win. You win. Uh, I have an extra PayPal. You can have a PayPal. Uh, oh, okay, so I got this PayPal at Hobby price. Lobby. I got this PayPal at Hobby Lobby. It was on sale. You mean any more it's, PayPal? Well, I know, but this one's neat because it has a rubber cover. And but this one's different, guys. Hang on. Let me. This one's different. Let me. Explain to me my problem. Tell me why it's different. <laughs> well, I, really, let me explain. It's twelve. It's about twelve and a half inches long. It's oh probably God. six inches wide. It has um, forty-five different wells in it for paint. And you know what all... that just means? What's that? That means you're just going to be able to pick. <sighs> 45 wells of paint well, out. They're perfectly square, and they're a lot deeper than those little short <laughs> wells. Um, these are a lot deeper. It's almost like an ice cube tray thing. And um, But the cool thing is, it's got a sealable rubber top that kind of fits down over top of it. And you know what the best part was? I got it on clearance at Hobby Lobby for $2.97. And it was... It is a rubber seal, like it's almost like it's made out of uh, it's rubber, and it, it it fits down over top of the over the thing. And why does why do I want that? I want that because if I'm painting lots of like figures or small detail parts where I'm using many different types of paints or many different colors of paints, um, and I want to break for dinner or I want to pick up my paint tray and and put all these different colors in it and take some of my figures and go out and sit in another room of the house and paint it on my own just with some figures on a cork uh, like I stick them on top of the cork and paint them we talked about that in one of the other episodes but I'll take some of those out there and I'll take the figures out there and I can actually watch TV and then I can I can close this up cover it move to a different part of the house let's say I want to go out and sit outside on the porch I can take it out all of all of, and sit out there outdoors and paint um, right there, I can seal it back up, come back to it hours later, and it's still wet, which is really kind of cool. So, yep, that's my new tool. I, maybe I'll take a picture of it and send it uh, and post it up on Facebook. It's just a really cool thing. I don't even know who the hell makes it. Sun Art. Sun Art makes this thing. So I don't even know what it's called. I threw the packaging away. It was on sale two ninety seven. That's my new cool tool. Something that I can preserve the paint so it doesn't dry out and I keep pouring it out of my uh, paint containers. So, Well, that is very cool. Um, that's an awesome That's an awesome little tool you have. I love that you have a paint palette addiction, and I, I accept you for your paint palette addiction. <laughs> I'm going to seek help. I really am. I, it's, <laughs> and and every time I go to the damn craft store, Brett, there's a new one. There's, so, there's a new design is... palette. <laughs> I know. Look, I know. It's so, I think, it's so weird. I think, I think they're listening to the podcast, and they're like, all right, we, how can we change it up? And we're going we're gonna to change it up so next time Todd comes in the to the craft store we're gonna have to make them buy more paint <laughs> it doesn't matter what store i go into there's different next ones. time you go into the craft store there's gonna be like eight people with folding chairs in a circle <laughs> and they're gonna be like todd we need to have a talk um your paint palette this is about yeah your paint and i and i don't get it it's i i, I, I 
I, I, how many, how many different ways can you design a paint palette? How many you different know? paint palettes can you want to buy? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. And you know why I get them? Because they're like dirt cheap. They're like they're, they cost oh, like yeah. nothing. It's like a you buck know? or two, yeah. Yeah, a buck or two, and you get some different, you know, and it's great. You never run out. And I thought, you know what? I'm not, I'm nuts for buying this many, but I have like those little small stackable ones. <laughs> I got like a big stack of them, and uh, they have like six wells in each one. And right. uh, and and I was working on this this diorama the other night, and I swear to God, I I I used almost every one of them with with well, different hey, colors and everything it's else. Not a problem if you use it. I did. I did. And then, what sucks is then you guys sit there. No, not to totally it's too bad because we enjoy doing that. But I was picking the paint out of things. That's a half hour job. Yeah. Well, but, that's uh, enjoyment though. Yeah. So, so yeah, go, all go, right. go ahead. Well, we got Jeff Grove on the line. He's been waiting to come into the show here. We are going to jump over to our phone call with Jeff. How's that? Yeah. Sound? Let's get on that. So we are. You are actually going to bring in Jeff Grove from Carolina yes. Craftsman Kits. Right. Uh, here we go. On the line here today, we have Jeff Grove from Carolina Craftsman Kits, and uh, we are grateful to have him on board with us today. We're going to fielding uh, some questions with him uh, about his kits and and the things he has going on um, with his business, and uh, you know what he what he a little bit about Jeff himself. Um, welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey, hey, good evening, Todd. How are you this evening? And and Brett, I think you're there too. Yep, yep. <laughs> Glad to have you on. You're doing real good. Doing real good. I've been waiting to do this one for a long time. We've actually bugged you about this constantly, and I know you were busy. And I appreciate you you taking the time out uh, to we to do the podcast. We're gonna make. Hopefully, we weren't uh, too pushy well, or annoying here. Yeah, not at all, guys. I, again, my you, you got to remember, I'm supposed to be retired, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll, 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 that'll get some laughs out. Well, there. we're gonna. I'm fit about that, but I'm supposed to be retired. So, you know, there's some traveling and stuff like that and all that. I remember when you were, when we saw you at the show, um, that back in March or so, you had said, uh, you know, you're just looking forward to hitting some golf courses and, uh, you know, having a couple drinks and hitting the golf courses and traveling. So, well, that's kind of what we're at. And, and you know, I throw some kits in the, in, in the mix every once in a while. That, uh, Jimmy Dignan will tell you that uh, I put in more than I should, but uh, you know Jimmy, you can't listen. To and we'll be talking to him. We'll be talking to him sometime later in July. Uh, oh I know my! You... <laughs> <laughs> but um, Jimmy's a good guy. He he actually is the guy that got me started in this thing. Uh, oh my! We go back several years, but. He, he actually said to me one day, he said, you, you know, you ought to do a couple of kits. Well, and uh, that kind of got it started. And, <laughs> and now look you know, where he, he kind of, yeah, well, now look at it. That's what I was going to ask you, Jeff. I was going to ask you how you how you got started with it. Give us well, a little yeah, background. Or how did you start with model railroading for, before we get into the kits? All right, well, back into model railroading, we go back into the early or the mid-60s. Uh Again, uh, my, my cousin David Myers, and a lot of people know him out there as Gator Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he he and I were, you know, we, we played with model trains and had we always had trains, uh, you know, always all year long, not just around Christmas time, but when the families would get together, everybody would do all their stuff, and David and I, uh, we we'd be in the basements working on models and kits and everything. <laughs> so uh, that, that kind of is where it got started. Of course, my dad, like everybody, our dads, you know, were the big big role uh, 
uh, originator in the thing, and, and uh, he he had train. He always had trains around in the basement, and we you know Lionels and American Flyers, and you know we we mess with that stuff, and then I uh, got into the HO stuff and all, and got out of the course between the military and getting married and kids and all that stuff, and quite honestly didn't get back into it till well, it was probably the late '80s. Uh, finally had some room and time, and just got back into it. Pr- pretty uh, pretty extreme. Had some pretty nice layouts wherever we were, and uh, you know, and, and things like that. Quite uh, the nicest layout was when we left when we downsized and left Maryland. You know, I had about 2,800 square feet of layout in a couple of different uh, levels, and uh, you know, it was a great layout and everything. And eh, some days I miss it, but today. Today it's kind of you know it's uh, dioramas and building buildings anymore than it is uh, trains that are too high. So that's kind of how the that's kind of how it's evolved and everything to to where I, I you know doing the kit now is basically my hobby. Not right. a whole lot of model referring to it anymore. You know, I always like to put a train in it or something in it, a train track of some sort. But you know, not really into the layouts and the operating and all those things today. So uh, that's kind of where I got to that this point of it. That you know, with that. No, I, and I understand that. I mean, we we talked about this before too. Is you know, uh, we we do have operating trains on our layout. Um, but to us, it's the fine details, and um, we get more enjoyment out of it. They, we haven't they, run a train in like we haven't it. run a train in like six months on our on our on our layout <laughs> yeah. itself. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah. we tore it apart. We yeah, tore it we, apart. Yeah. And, uh, we started from yeah, scratch, so, like twice. Yeah, we started all the way from scratch, but which was kind of strange. But anyhow. Um, you know, when you uh, when you did the model railroading, what what pushed you to the fine scale to the fine scale age where you wanted to do you know the structures in craftsman kits and and such as as a builder when you were doing that when you got into the when you got back into it. Well, actually, you know, again going back to my cousin David Myers, you know, he is an artist uh, both. Well, and then just by by knowledge and technique and all, and then I remember in the early days when we built an old AHM, you know, building, he always did it differently. I always just took it out of the box and built it, you know, the plastic kit and put it together. And uh, he he would take and he'd repaint it and recut it and do this and do that. And uh, and, and you know, I just loved the way that his buildings looked. You know, back in back in the late 60s his buildings looked like uh you know just the stuff you'd see in model railroad or that you know i never thought could be done so i kind of started taking you know kind of taking some lessons from him watching how he did everything and all so he, he actually was the guy that got me into you know, the fine scale end of it and then my dad you know this this goes back again i was a, a sophomore in high school and my dad and I, and I was working i was in the days when you know, i went to school i went to work in the morning went to school for a couple hours and then you know then then i was back to work and everything so and my dad when he <laughs> i remember his days yeah yeah they called it work experience <laughs> in the days of school and uh you know so, right. we, so again I, so that's what we did but but one evening my dad came home we had a little hobby shop in uh, hagerstown maryland it's called weston's hobby shop I and mean, if anybody from maryland's here in this or hagerstown here this they'll remember it and my dad brought home a uh a um, uh, one of the uh, fine scale miniatures, uh, the engine house, the the little two stall engine house they did. I think it was in 1968 when that kit came out, and I think it was like eight dollars and ninety five cents. 
and I can remember my oh, mother. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I can remember her fussing him about spending that kind of money for a box <laughs> of wood, which we've heard that story all over the place. And, and that just kind of cemented the fact that, uh, that, that I just loved the, the fine scale end of it. And, you know, and even from that day on, whenever I could and when I'd ever see him, I'd pick up a yellow box, you know, and, and I'm certainly not the only guy in the world that has a yellow box story, you know. So but right. that kind of Oh, my word. Cellulose and stuff really, really. Could you imagine picking up eight dollar boxes today? Wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's all relative, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. But uh, yeah, getting great memories and everything, of course. Yes. Absolutely. As as a modeler out there, when you were doing the model rivery as an adult, uh, what what inspired you, or who inspired you? Well, uh, again, Celios, he, you know, he's always been the inspiration <laughs> for just about anybody. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to laugh at because you're like the eighth guest. He's been that guy every yep. guest, yeah. every yep. guest, and 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 that says a, yeah, says so much. But you continue. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh and cut you yeah. off. Oh, oh, no, absolutely. But you know him, and again, like I said, uh, go back to cousin Dave, uh, uh, and. I actually worked for a guy at a, at a five and ten cent store back in the early days too, uh, and and every year at Christmas time he'd always bring in all the old he'd always bring in IHM and the uh, the uh, what it was it the, uh, uh, the the model the road racing sets and all that stuff and then sure. whatever didn't get sold over the Christmas holidays guess who got to take all that home because I helped this guy work in his five and ten cent store. saw you at the uh, fine well, I saw you up at the fine scale show uh, we didn't really get up to you you were busy I mean well we were, every time I went in your table was and so I never really got a chance to talk to you a whole lot and to be honest with you um, we're, we're kind of shy no, no I'm just kidding. We're, we're not at all. <laughs> but um, yeah we, uh, we we didn't get around to talking to you but I checked out your 
your you know your you had your models on display there on the table and you know, just just amazing and fantastic work. We're, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit about all your kits and uh, but um, you know it, it was eye catching and it was and I had not tried one before uh, of a Carolina Craftsman kit and and I was you know at when I saw them I was like ah oh, man we you know, well, we're gonna have to do that I appreciate that appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's um, so. so um, you know, we talked about. Kind of, I have a whole list of questions here for you, and I'm just kind of. But okay, so so um, about your about your kits. Uh, well, what got you into kits? Let's uh, well, into making the kits or making models to, to resell to you know, you know, designing them and the whole works. Well, again, J- Jimmy Dignan, we all know Jimmy with Railroad Kits, uh, plus he's one of mm-hmm. the uh, uh, pr- promoters of the uh, Fine Scale Expo. Uh, right. And uh, and I've known Jimmy for years, and there was just one conversation we had, and he said, you know, why don't you, you ought to do a couple kits, you got a pretty good eye for this stuff. And I thought, oh my, there's, just, there's no way I could even do that. Well, I was kind of in the middle of, of, of not working too hard. I was kind of retired, but not, you know, still doing a couple of things and all, and 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 uh, so I just kind of said, well, you know, maybe he's right. You know, let's get into it and and see. And and so it, it, it kind of got started with him. You know, I gave him a couple of designs. He did uh, he did the cutting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, he'd send me back the kits. I'd finish. I'd do the test builds and pack them and do all the stuff with them. And uh, long story short, you know, he did. He probably cut a dozen kits for me in the early days. And then I decided I had to have a laser. So. Uh, uh, lo and behold, I bought I bought his old laser, and uh, <laughs> and it kind of went from there. So uh, so that that's kind of what's happened and everything. And, and I just found that you know more than trying to make any money at it and make a living at it, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's really more of my hobby today. And turning again, it turned into more of a hobby shortly after I started even doing that than it was you know trying to do kits and and put them out there for sale and everything. Right. Uh, I think we talked it. We talked to show, you know, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like what you guys are doing with this, with your uh, podcast, I guess, mm-hmm. this is still called. Uh, yep. It's a labor of love. You know, I, I love doing the kits. And, you know, the la- owning lasers is like owning a, uh, uh, a sports car. Yeah, uh, they're fine right. when they're working. But boy, if something happens, you know, it, it ain't cheap to fix. It ain't fun to fix. So... <laughs> My objective is to pay for pay for what I have to do and keeping the lasers up up and running. So, and, uh, and and you know I got I, I didn't get Chinese lasers. I went ahead and got the epilogue, which you know mm-hmm. I can probably that can probably start some conversations. But epilogue is made in America. It's one of the best lasers out there, but it's it's an expensive laser. But uh, it's just it has done me well for. Oh my! Close to ten years, these lasers have been fantastic. Well, you bought, so, you bought uh, good equipment, and it lasted. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it was worth. Yeah, it's worth the money you pay for something that works, you know. But you know, but and I'm not. Yeah. Well, just for. Pictures. I know. I know a couple guys that have them, and they love them, so uh, they work fine. Yeah. So right. Well. Just for giggles, um, I don't know, six eight months ago, I looked at the just kind of googled the epilogue lasers and I went, wow, you know, yeah. and I'm like, ah, yeah. yeah, that's not something I really want to get into. <laughs> we don't want to get into. Yeah. We love building them, and uh, you know, coming up with a 
unique designs in the scratch building and stuff. And we thought, even Brett and I kind of even talked about the possibility of, uh, there's just too much. I mean, having to write the directions. And well, and, and, and we, we, did, we, from basically right before we went to the show, we determined that um, we wanted to be more of a content and, and sharing kind of platform for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's been slow growth, but just like you said, everything, yeah. everything good comes with patience and labor of love. Right. So, uh, we yep. decided before we went to the show and we saw you in November that uh, we wanted to kind of create a, a way to, for people to enjoy the hobby a little bit differently. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and I think what's nice about what you guys are doing with this is, is you're, you're bringing forward, you know, not only model railroaders, but, uh, uh, again, you know, just, just like my stuff, you know, I, I probably sell as much to non-model railroaders as, as I do model railroaders. Really? You know, and, and, yeah, and I think you're doing, you know, I, I think your kind of stuff also identifies to, you know, people doing dollhouses and scenery and, and the military modelers that are just, those guys are phenomenal. And, again, this isn't just model railroading talk type thing. This is a lot of things that, that you know, from what I've heard from your this podcast, there's a lot to it opposed to model railroad. Totally. So, now, yeah. now, do you get a lot of people who um, do buy from you that, or get things from you that are also just diora- strictly dioramas or strictly just not model railroading? Yeah, diorama stuff and and even some you know because I do I do a lot of things uh, that are basically taken from prototype. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know Newport, Rhode Island is, is I do a lot of buildings from Newport. Uh, Wilmington, North Carolina here is one of the most, you know, the historic uh, buildings here are just phenomenal. And so I do a lot of something that, you know, uh, that's, that's a prototypical building. Right. Uh, and, and, and that will go to, you know, guys that just wanted to sit on the shelf at their, at their house or, uh, you know, even the, the, uh, the gift shops at some of these historical houses and everything and places like that. Uh, so, so probably about fifty percent of my business today is, you know, non-model railroaders, wow. and it's just diorama, diorama type builders and everything. So that, that's that's kind of as, as much as, as as anything with it now. Yes. And I'll tell you, when we were at the craft show, oh, you at the craft show at the at the expo <laughs> show. Oh, well, what the hell? What, what the hell? hell even hanging out? Mom, craft show is too much. Of a I, I have no clue. What that, I, I must be in it. Mom's drag your yeah. mom has dragged me a two-bay crash. <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah, it's um we went to the expo and you went into that showroom and um and, and you know, obviously everything's a small diorama or even a couple large ones. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's we talked about this in other other episodes, but it, it's mind boggling to see you know what they do, the ones that are brave enough to put their stuff into a into a you know, diorama or, or into a showpiece and and then go to a contest. And it's it, it is absolutely amazing. And I got to looking at that stuff and I was thinking to myself even, you know, there's I wanna get to the a point where I you know, I we love doing our layout, but I'd be just as fine building something like that. And um oh. Doing the uh, dioramas uh, along that lines. I mean, j- I think I would have equally as much fun as when I work with my layout. Um, well, so there's yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. There's applications for the structures that we buy and build. Uh, there's applications for both uh, both ways to do that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Well, again, that, that's, and my mine has evolved more. Like I said, you know, I. I 
I really am not too concerned. The granddaughters were, were kind of, you know, picking at me a couple of months ago about, you know, they sure missed having a train layout. So I ended up putting the train, you know, I went ahead and built a, I, I put up about a 15 by 12 foot layout in the garage, didn't finish or anything like that, but it's up and running. And uh, so they loved it the first two times they were here, but after that now they don't even know it's out there. So <laughs> I've kind of, my, my interest in it, is, again, I still love to see the trains run and the building set in it with a realistic scene. But for the most part, right. you know, I, I'm tickled to death to, to build a 10 by 12 or an 8 inch by 9 inch diorama. You know, mm-hmm. again, I can I can carry that to the back porch. I can carry that to you know my workbench or out in the garage or you right. know, anywhere. And and you know, so and and the amount of detailing I can do to that, I just find it's more enjoyable than trying to keep a DCC engine, you know, in 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 running mode, so that uh, with the sound right and everything in today's world, so right, <laughs> it, right, it's simplified. <laughs> you know, I've oh, simplified yeah. it just on a small diorama today. So yeah, and and that's great too for somebody, you know, that might live in an apartment or something where they don't have much room. Yeah. So it works yeah. out great, and they get to they get to experience the modeling part of it was really cool. So when you, when, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was going to ask you another question, so you go right in. Okay. No, I was going to say part of it is you kind of think when you get the diorama done, you know, what do you do with it? Do you put it on a shelf or, and in most cases, I put it, I pack it up in a box and put it on a shelf in the garage and, you know, bring it out another day. So at some right. time, it's kind of foolish to go to all that effort to put it in a box, but you know, right. we do a lot of that with the, with the guys do that with the train items and all too. Sure. But again, the enjoyment is getting the building done and and you know the design end of it and all that stuff. And right. Of course. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and with this day and age and in and we're seeing that now ourselves in this digital era where we have the computers mm-hmm. and the and phones take phones that have cameras on them that take better pictures and some of the. Yeah. 35 millimeters that just came out uh, five years ago or less. Right. And, and, yeah. and you have every day, everybody has all this technology at their fingertips. And because of that, I mean, uh, there's a lot they can they can share it online. They can take photos of it and impress their friends. They don't have to have them all come over to visit the thing. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of options available for people to, to really get into this. And, you know, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, that's why everybody every now and then in this hobby and we've you know and I'm kind of getting off subject here but but um every now and then in this hobby you hear it you read it in the magazine or you hear it on a, a radio show or, or one of the other podcasts that I've heard a few times where they bring up you know is the the, the big question and you've heard it too I'm a million times mm-hmm. is the hobby dying it's not dying mm-hmm. we talked mm-hmm. about this last week with Bruce Nickerson right. it is exploding it's because uh you know it's changing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's changing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah uh, I agree. And it's a good thing. It's, it's a far different hobby than it was, you know, 10 years ago and far different than it was 30 years ago. So Absolutely. It's, it's like it's like all things out so, there. It just changes. Yeah. You need to evolve with it, of course. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, of your, of your kits. Uh, you did. Yeah, this is what I want to get into. By the way. Kits here. Yeah, let's okay. get into some kits. So we have, we have, uh, you have, let's, let's let you start first on the kits. What, 
you you had you had some new stuff coming out. In fact, I thought I saw a Facebook post where you were talking about one that's coming out here. I don't know if it is already out. In fact, I I said I would be willing to get one. I would like to get one. Um, it was one of your newest. I guess a new one. Is it is it a general store or some type or? Well, I, I just finished one up. That was uh, it's called the Belleville Supply, uh, and and that that's like a little general. Well, uh, right now I'm going to kick the general stores, you know, and, and uh, a friend of mine, Mark Shire, he'll, he'll fuss me. He'll say, well, you were just on a kick of mills, you know, but uh, it's kind of where it's kind of how it goes, you know. But, uh, uh, yeah, the, the the last one I did was a little general store called Belleville Supply, and I, and we did it in HO and O, uh, right. and, uh, and it's available. It's, it's been out for a couple of weeks now. And this is one of the few that O has far outsold the HO version. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the O has been well received. The HO has been a little quiet, not a whole lot of activity on it just yet. So, well, there will be tonight. So you go ahead. <laughs> you know, we, we we've got a lot of them done from the first run and everything. And, well, I, I'm talking. You, there's one for sure you'll have some. So go ahead. <laughs> normally the HO sells. Oh my! Normally HO will sell four to five five to one over O scale anymore. So right. Uh, but, but this this was one that was a little. Uh, again, for some reason the O scale guys just jumped all over. Of course, it was relatively simple, and it had some neat. Uh, uh, I saw a lot to the ON30 gang, and uh, it just has some nice ON30 looks to it and everything. So. That's kind of yeah. They, I'm, I'm staring at him. I'm staring at it right now. It's a wonderful looking building. Um, it's it's got a really neat stone foundation, and and we'll I'm sure Brett will talk to you about that in a moment. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I saw his I saw his build of the Tucker uh, in person uh, at his house, and and I love the the stone foundations that you use on your models. But it looks like he did that again on this one, so I'm really anxious yeah. to get it because it really looks sharp. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're the O and the HO scale are identical from what I see here, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's 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 great that you're carrying both O and HO. And you you've always did you just start when you started? Did you, did you start with HO or did you did you we start, start with O? We started we started with HO and and didn't mm-hmm. do any O at all until about probably about four years ago. And I had okay. a couple of friends that were doing O N thirty stuff, and they just said, hey. You know, can you do uh, can you do a couple of O's? So, so I did a couple of O. Didn't expect it to sell very well, but uh, again, like I said, if, if I sell a couple, fine. If I don't, fine. Yeah. Uh, and and right. just in the last year or so, uh, the O has really taken taken hold. And it's like just like you guys said, you know, it starts slow. We've been doing this about eight years now, and uh, you know, the mm-hmm. last four or five years have been. As busy as I wanted to be, you know, I'm not. If, if that's if that's a good <laughs> comment to make, <laughs> again, I'm I'm supposed no, to be I mean, tired. <laughs> right, and you you want to do what you want to be able to do, and 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 right, uh, right. what you can what you can do. You don't want to get over your head, you know. No, I don't. So, I don't want it to be uh, so busy that we when we go on when we do any traveling or or when we we have company, we have a lot of. Co- Living on the coast, we have a lot of friends that we didn't know we had. You know how that is. <laughs> so we have a lot. I bet you do. <laughs> and we and we love everyone that comes. So uh, it's it's just it's just right. a good time to, you know. It's, yeah. You know, and and I, I just control it. I don't get too much to do, uh, right. but I do keep busy at it. You know, my wife's a quilter, so uh, she, and she quilts for an organization called Quilts for Kids, which she donates 
Last year, they donated over 500 quilts to hospitals and military and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so she's very busy Super quilting. Cool. So she goes, she goes to do her quilting, and I go into my little train room and shop, and and I'm at it. So uh, you know. Oh my God, nice. you're, you are my wife and I. You guys sound like my parents. Both of you sound like my parents. <laughs> well, I am your parent, but but next door uh, to my the room where I have my workbench and my shop, um, in, in the next room over, there's a bathroom that separates us. Is my wife has a Brett's old bedroom, and she uh, sews. She sew. She's a sewer and and a craft mm-hmm. person, but she sews. Right. She started out when we were in Civil War reenacting, where she does. Uh, uh, she made. You know, reproduction clothing, uh, Civil War period correct clothing, and she sold them to other reenactors and, and such. She has her mm-hmm. own website for it, and um, and then now that we've stepped away from the reenacting a lot, um, uh, she is now making Barbie doll clothes. But so she so and she's playing on so it's uh. You know, she'll work in one room, and I'm over here in my room, and we're you know we're yeah. we're uh, feet apart, and uh, yeah. it's neat that we both have that. And you sound it sounds like the same thing in your place. Well, and it's just it's funny because again, you guys probably know I you know and you guys are Civil War reenactors. You know, there is a fabric shop that's right outside of Gettysburg. Whenever we're you know we still have family in Chambersburg and and in the Hagerstown area. So whenever right. we're in that area, right? I've got. Uh, is it Needle and Thread? Uh, I don't know what the name of it is. It's right outside of Gettysburg on, what is it, mm-hmm. uh, six, 116, going from Blue Ridge Summit into Gettysburg. Yep. That's and, what it is. And, and of course, yeah, they got this, they've got all the Civil War fabrics there. Right. And whenever, I, whenever, whenever we travel, we got to find the Civil War fabrics, and she just... She just can't get enough of them, so. <laughs> I, I spent a shitload of money in that store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we're, so, we're just saying. Place, uh, <laughs> we, we we're headed up to a place in Burlington tomorrow that's a big <laughs> fabric place that, uh, you know, it's just a big wholesale fabric outlet that uh, mm-hmm. we'll spend the day up there for her to go through. And, and you know, she's as bad as me with my buildings and kits. You know, she doesn't need another huh? piece of fabric, but uh, we'll have to go tomorrow <laughs> and get more. So. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh gosh, my. we have stacks of it here. She can come and take all ours. We got stacks of it. Yeah. So, uh, well, <laughs> all right, well, let's the, let's get back going to the kits here real quick. Okay. And, yeah, um, we got to wait So, right, yeah, I wanted to get yeah, into we got we, we do that. What's that? Go ahead, Brett. I was gonna Go say ahead. you I, haven't said a word. I was gonna get into the uh, Tucker kit a little bit just because I finished. I just finished it up about a week ago. Um, Good. I know it took me long enough, but uh, you know life gets in the way. And uh, so I have it sitting right in front of me now, and I just did a write up on it, and it'll go up tonight. Oh, excuse me, right after the podcast is over. And uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, Jeff. That kit is awesome, and I know. And I know um, we talked with Howard a, bit, a little bit about it last, well, the other week, I think. And um, I'm just blown away by Can you it. Repeat I, that, Brett. Yep. Yeah, I was saying. Uh, yeah. I um, we we had just got done talking to Howard about the design a little bit the other week, and I'm just blown mm-hmm. away by the kit and the amount of details that were included with it, and just everything. Everything that went into that kit is just awesome. 
Well, good. Thank you. I, I, that was a fun kit to do. I, I really liked it because, again, I had, you know, Howard was helping me do some, he was giving me some tips and pointers on on uh, things to, because, you know, when, when he and I talked about, well, when I originally asked him about doing one of his kits, you know, he, he said that uh, he, he wanted to, he, he wasn't sure how it would work just because of, you know, his kits are what, what they call full scale, which means it's a little bit bigger than what you're going to see for most kits out there. He was explaining uh, that right. so, the other week to us. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and in, in most cases, you know, mo- you know, most of my kits and a lot of the other guys do kits, uh, they'll end up, you know, maybe downsizing them. I'll normally downsize them about 8% from what is scale. Okay. Uh, you know, it works for a couple things. It helps with materials, of course. Uh, plus, they seem to have a little bit more realistic look, especially when you don't have a 4,000 square foot layout like some of these, <laughs> like Howard and some of these other yeah, guys. If you're not fortunate enough to have, have to work about. Uh, uh, a layout, yeah. if you're not fortunate enough to have a layout the size of a house, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you got to be careful when when you downsize it like that. It's it's funny how all of a sudden you'll lose the whole personality of a kit. And you know, I had done another one with Howard, and it was awful. It just came out. It actually was Zane's tool and die, and uh, it was absolutely awful. And uh, you know, Howard didn't like it, and I didn't like it. We sold a couple of them, and and right now I've kind of if you that one has now been been reborn as Fenwick's funnels. I don't know if you've seen any pictures of that one or not, but that that was a weird one that was done as a kit bash. You know, again, uh, uh, Dave Myers, my cousin, he took the Zane tool and die and turned it into Fenwick's funnels for me using the exact same building, the, the exact same kit that we did under Zane's tools, and it really came out nice as Fenwick's funnel. So if you you know digging around, look for some pictures of that. We just posted some. I'm staring at it right now. Yeah, yeah, and that 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 is Zane's tool and die, and David just kit bashed it, and then he rewrote the instructions. You know, with all the kit bashing that he did, and it's the exact same. If you buy that kit, you're going to get Zane's tool and die, and and, and uh, in all the Fenwick funnels uh, packaging. And all the updates and details, and it, and it just made an entirely different looking kit from what the original uh, design was. So that, right. that worked out nice. So, well, I love the roof yeah, back, on back, that one. That's, that's a cool looking kit. Yeah. The yeah. tower on top is cool. But so get get back to talk there, Brett. Did yeah. I, uh, no, no. I, I was just yeah. going to rattle off a couple things that I just thought were really, you know, really awesome and and, and impressive oh, with the kit. Nice. And thank uh, you. I, I thought that the obviously the stone foundation that little the textured paper that you put in there with the stone mm-hmm. foundation just looked awesome. I think it ends up a- adding so much to the kit that you that normally when you look at other kits that you do and I and I didn't even think about it until I put this together that a lot of the ones you get don't even have a foundation and when you look at buildings right. in their natural environment when they're sitting on the ground most of the times you can see a small bit of the foundation sticking up from the ground. So that, that mm-hmm. first of all, just adds so much depth to the kit that it sets it apart immediately when you look at it. Um, well, the, uh, my, my history is still you know, architectural, so I, I, you know, I was trained in my early days out of the military in architectural engineering and, and residential construction and all that. So, you know, I try to go for being a little bit realistic. And again, every most houses have a foundation that you can see. 
So mm -hmm. we really try to put a foundation in all of our house, in all of our kits. Uh, we do various ones, just like that stone. I, I like the, the little bit of texture on the stone and the brick. And we, we'll use the chooch walls a lot of times. If yeah. it's a mill, I'll use those in there. But, yeah, we try to put a, uh, a foundation in them. And, and, again, other things we try to do, uh, you know, if you know a little bit of architectural, how, how structures are built, you know, we try to have the windows line up so that your windows are you're, you're, you're on the floor. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that the window not on the floor isn't right because you, they'll stick a window anywhere in a, in a stairway or in a closet <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. But, but I, I'll try to keep my, my kits as realistic and, and as true to uh, functionality as, as I can just because it, it's what I was trained in and it's what I still know. So, yeah. yeah. So that that's just – I love it. And actually from now on, I'm actually going to uh... – I think I think and I think it was when we were talking with Howard, wasn't it, Dad? When he was talking about the foundations. Yeah, oh, and Jason. Uh, oh, it was Jason. Jason, it was Jason Jensen Jensen. was talking yes. about foundations. Um, I think right. now now that I see it on on these kits, I'm going to go back and start um, creating some foundations for buildings that I know are sitting on hillsides or different things with our within our city. Um, it's just something that right. I didn't even think about until I did your kit. So you've opened my eyes to, mm -hmm. to that part of it. Uh, and then just well. the other two things that I thought were awesome about the building, about that Tucker factory kit, was the, the water tower looked like a separate kit that you threw into the box. And mm -hmm. I, I had more fun doing that little tiny water tower compared to the whole building. That I had more fun doing that water tower than I did the entire building i think that i don't know why but that thing when i look at the building my eye is drawn right to that water tower and it's just such a character it adds so much character to the building having that up there that i uh i just love it i'm in love with that little water tower um, well that, that's a that's a popular little kit yes we sell a lot of those and you know, we put that out as an individual kit but i will include it you know in a lot of the earlier you know the you know, turn of the century, you know, that, that stuff was pretty, you know, water tower was pretty common in the turn of the yeah. century building. Yeah, so when you, when I'll you look them at, in a lot of them. When you look at old skylines of uh, old older towns and older cities, almost every large building has, uh, you know, a water tower on top of it. Yep, absolutely, yep. And, of course, you, you guys probably see how I like the city buildings. I got city buildings everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that so there was that, and the other thing I was impressed with, and this will be my last part with it, was just the uh, the amount of details that you included with that kit. Now I know it is a larger kit, and usually with most of including your kits and the other manufacturers, when you get bigger kits, you do get a little more details. But yours just came with a, a boatload of extra details, and I didn't even use them all on the on the building yet. I couldn't figure out a place to put them all. Um, <laughs> so I was just impressed. It came with a sheet of the plastic. Um, like injection mold detail parts with a whole mm -hmm. bunch of barrels. I didn't even get to all of those yet. And uh, it, I was just blown away with the amount of details you included with it. So it was a standout kit. It might have been the most fun I've had with one. And I'm not saying that because we have you on the show. I just, I'm in, I was, I think every time I do a kit, I fall more in love with that kit than the last kit. And, and I'm just, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like head over heels with how this one turned out. So uh, I, I had a great time doing it, and thanks a lot for giving us the opportunity to build it. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the comments because, again, that's that's why I do these kits. You know, that's why we keep doing them. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun to design them and get them going, and, 
and it's nice to hear you know somebody say that they enjoyed it because that's what it's all about you know and uh, uh, you know it's uh, you know and again you know just like you said with the details you, you know I try to put in you got to kind of keep them fair and cost and everything and the details get kind of crazy sometimes but right you know I do like to throw, I do like to throw enough details in it and I'm starting to, we're cutting more and more detail type parts on the laser. So we throw the, you know, we'll put them in. So it's a little, you know, doing a lot of, it's, it's, uh, it's getting, seems to be getting easier to find ideas to do, uh, you know, the detail parts, fans, and, and uh, you can do uh, duct work and all that stuff on oh, the yeah. laser now. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, what was I going to say real quick? I had one other question. You said, I heard and. Yeah, now I, I lost yeah. it. I lost it. <laughs> It'll come How back. How are you, Brett? It'll come back. <laughs> yeah, you're, and you're only 29 years old. Oh, I know. Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> what was I going to say? You know? oh. oh, I was going to yeah. say, um, I was going to say, I, I think I saw on your site and on your Facebook that you, it's now available again. Is that a limited thing or? I, I've done a couple more of them. I actually ended up doing... Uh, you know, uh, I actually ended up doing about another dozen, uh, and because I I, I don't know how to do, I don't know what to do with these kits. Uh, I I sure do enjoy designing it and and getting it and building the couple of test kits to make them right and and cutting the first couple of dozen for everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then I'm sick of them. Right. You know, when, <laughs> when it comes time to get more orders for them, then I'd say, ooh, you know, I'm going to move on to another kit. Yeah. Right. So I, I got I got a struggle to uh, to uh, you know cut the last last version. So <laughs> I really, after we have a first couple of runs of it, you know, I kind of like I said, I lose interest now. You're ready I to go on to the next back. thing. I'm ready to go to the next one and everything. So, uh, so again, I have a couple of guys cut for me that uh, that end up doing a lot of cutting for me because I don't like to spend my days standing by the laser and everything. So, they they went on and again, I had a couple. I think we had uh, 18 more of them cut, and I think we're down to only four left. And that's probably wow. going to be all I'm going to do of it. That's probably going to be all I, I do unless somebody, unless I get a lot of calls for more of them. If you know yeah. what I mean. So. Right. Right. Well, sure. we will, we're going to put a link to uh, if you're listening well, for our listeners who are listening to the podcast right now. We will have a link to both the Belleville General Store and the Tucker Factory kit in the description of the podcast. So, um, okay, cool. if they, if they want to go on and check it out, they can just click the link in our podcast description. And I'm also tonight going to publish a write up of my building of your Tucker Factory kit with a link to the Tucker okay. Factory um, right to your website. So. You, and, anyone and listen, people listening. Anyone listening? I'm sorry, can, go ahead. I was going to say, anyone listening can head on over and check it out as well if they want to, you know, take a whack at one of these kits. Right. It's Carolina. Yeah. It's CarolinaCraftsmanKits.com. Uh, Carolina, yep. just as I said it, CarolinaCraftsmanKits.com. So, anyways, yep. I just wanted to throw that out there. We'll be we'll be sharing a link to the kits as well. Right. I, and just for the record, I last week, and I, you know, and I really could care less. Be honest with you, this is a free podcast. You know, we're not charging for for this. But I had I posted it out there last week's podcast, and I had somebody get on there going, "Well, you shouldn't put it on our group page in Facebook because it, it's uh, advertising for whoever you're interviewing." And blah blah blah. I was like, I don't really care. 
Whatever. You <laughs> it's know? a free show. Yeah. yeah, shut up and either watch it or don't watch it and, and, and enjoy it or don't enjoy it. But don't get here. Don't yeah. rip me on it. Yeah. And and they go, well, you're only per, you're promoting sales on your show. We're not promoting sales. We don't make a dime off this podcast for, for the listeners yeah. out there. I hope that that guy's listening to today. I just wanted to make that statement real quick. You know, we, we if we if we don't like the kit, if we don't like the person, and we have one, they're not going to be on the damn show, and and that's the end of it. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah. I hate to be the guy that said get off my lawn, but get off my lawn. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Um, on, I have a kit here that I bought from you at the show up there at the. Um, Oh, what's that little town on the top of the mountain? I always forget oh, it. Oh, I cannot remember the life, Blue, for the life of me that name of that show. Blue Ridge Summit. Though. Blue Ridge Summit. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'm yeah, half an yeah, hour away from little, it, you know? Yeah, uh, we do that mini convention up there every April, yes. yes. <laughs> well, that, I had a ball up at that show, and, and it was neat to see you there and talk with you. Um, it was neat to see that, you know, your kit was being used. You had a small kit there, and they were using it to build and uh, teach people to build craftsman kits, and I love seeing it. I did an article on it. I wrote about it, and um, it was it, it was a cool little show on top of this mountain in the middle of nowhere, and um, mm-hmm. it, it, and there's a great, great hobby shop right across the street from it that I frequent, uh, along with uh, one in Gettysburg I go to quite a bit. But um, it's uh, the I, I bought this. I, I was standing there talking to you, and we left, and we came back, and I bought the. I got this Carolina Craftsman kit, uh, Western Maryland. Uh, 1877 passenger station. It was catching my eye. He had it built and sitting on the table. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I even told Brett, I said, we're going back and I'm getting that from him before he rolls out of it. And um, I have yet to build it. And it's killing me because I have these other projects that it's next. It's 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 coming up. That's this the next curse week. of everything. Everyone we've ever talked to. Next Dad. week, I'm starting it next week because I've been doing this yeah. thing, Kenny Crump, with his gas station, the Goober's Gas, uh, Goober's Garage. And I, the problem is, I I built the thing, and now I built this small twelve by twelve diorama, and then I've Brett will tell you I haven't really posted too much on it yet. A little bit the other night on Facebook, but. Um, I got a million little details that I've added this and shaped it up. It's really looking nice. I think tonight or tomorrow, probably tomorrow night, I should be posting it. But I'm going to be done with that son of a gun, which I had fun with. <laughs> and I plan on kicking off. I plan on kicking off maybe by the end of this weekend uh, the uh, the station. But it's a really cool kit. I opened it up, peeked at it. Um, it's got a great design. It's a station that would fit. I know it's Western Maryland. Okay, and it's even got the Western Maryland coloring to it, you know, uh, for the for the station, which is really cool. Um, well, the, you know, what I'm saying is, it has the uh, the paint scheme and everything that he has on his photos. Uh, it, it matches up with a lot of the uh, Maryland uh, stations had, uh, which is really neat. And uh, the, but the design, Jeff, is. It's a good selection for you because it is a passenger station that could work anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it would anywhere in the east, especially. It, this is going to be a station that fits in on just about anybody's layout. So we're excited to build. I'm excited to build it. So, but well, that that one was taken. That that actually was for us the uh, Thomas West Virginia Western Maryland station was taken from actual drawings. 
uh, of the, the uh, of the original building. Uh, there, there's a, it's not exact size because again, same thing we talked about. You you really can't make them the total size. You try to uh, I, I tried to match it up as close as I could to the size to get it right sure. you know, to make make it look respectively correct and everything. But what you'll notice on that is uh, there's probably 25, 30 windows in the thing. Do the yeah, they're, and they're all laser. They're, uh, we drew them all up uh, separately to match uh, the windows that were on the original building. So you're you're going to see that of all those windows there, there's probably about 18 different windows uh, of the 25. They're all different. Everything's different about the windows, doors, that. I and see that. I actually, yeah, and I actually was told by a Western Maryland guy that that he thinks that. Uh, the, the reason that was that way is that was used, you know, Western Maryland used all their leftover windows on a lot. Uh, every time they go out and build another station, they huh. load what they had materials left, and that's how they do build a station in some cases. So, <laughs> so you know, I try to keep it as true to the Western Maryland, uh, you know, prototype right. as I can. It's practical and everything. I notice you have a, a bunch of of your kits are um, from, you know, Western Maryland or Maryland itself or, you know, in that region. Is that, uh, that's, that's of course, where you're from in that region? Or? Yeah, originally, yeah, originally from Williamsport, Maryland, grew up there. And, and again, most of my family worked at the Western Maryland Hagerstown Yards. And, uh, you know, again, go back to when I was 10, 11, 12 years old, I'd, I'd be running around up and down the tracks in, in the yard uh, back in the day when, the kids, you know, my uncle would be working, and I'd go running down, and, you know, you just run on the yard, miss the trains, and go find your uncle, you know? So. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's why I, that's why I <laughs> love Western Maryland, so. Oh, that's cool. Now, your Water Street series that you have, I was looking through those this afternoon, and um, I noticed that a lot of them are structures that any that would fit just about any town in the U.S. I mean, right, right. that's what I'm gathering out of them. But there's mm-hmm. some really unique shapes and, and and such to your to your kits. I mean, there's some that you have. It's it's you have something else that a lot of kit manufacturers don't have, and that is you have regular houses. You, I mean, mm-hmm. you it's have, very hard the, to find that. Right, right. Like a Cooper house. You know, everybody's got shops and stores and businesses. But you you have the Cooper house, and you have, uh, there was another one I saw here. Let me pull it up here. Um, I don't know if it's in the Concord series, I believe it is. Um, no, it's not on that one. Um, HS Gill Kits. Here we go. Might have been, was it the um, Big Harbor Inn? The Big Harbor Inn? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that's the Harbor Inn has that look, and... Yeah, and that's the actual that's, building. That's the Harbor Inn. It's up in uh, Newport, Rhode Island. That's where that's originally from. Okay. And the Cooper House is a house that's in New Bern, North Carolina. And, and, and like I said, not many uh, companies out there that have, you know, buildings that look like houses. And mm-hmm. I think there needs to be some of that done. There's there's a Cooper House again. I'm trying to I'm rifling through all your pages here real quick. Um, but um, it, you know, I've noticed that structure. I've noticed some. You have some other houses that could pass for houses that you would find. Now I just did. I've been really on this Chesapeake, Maryland area uh, thing, and that's what we model a lot of. Um, 
but you have uh, the Amon, A Monian son, Manet and Sons. Oh, um, Manet and Son. Yeah, that's, that one. Yes, that's a that could be used as a house as well, in a way. And um, I thought yeah. that that structure had that kind of feel. And of course, uh, there was one here on this page, which is it's a little blue one, and um, it, and it has that same. Yeah, uh, that one. It was a D- Dutch's shop. Now it, it does have a lower, um, but well, it does have that same style that you would find in Annapolis or in you know some of the harbor towns down along the you know the, the Maryland seaboard. So well, and again, a lot of those the Concord Street series mm-hmm. is taken from some actual houses uh, that were on Concord Street in Hagerstown, Maryland. That was the street okay. before the yard in Hagerstown. So, and oh. I grew, you know, my grand, my grandmother lived on Concord Street, so we grew up there. Uh, you know, running around again between the the train yard and, and Concord Street. So that's why I'm using Concord Street as a series. That's just a good old memory for me. And some of the some of the houses there from Concord Street series are from there, and others are just a, a house that fits into that. You know, early nineteen or late fifties kind of appearance and everything is, right. is you know the late late fifties, early sixties is, is my personal interest in doing these kits. Right, and uh, so that's kind of and again, you know, you, you can't imagine the amount of pictures I get. I, I probably get twenty, thirty pictures a week <laughs> from people that have done my kits and have said, "Hey, here's here's a nice idea for one." So right. uh, I, I will I will never tire or never be without an idea for the next kit if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my favorites that I've seen on your on yours uh, actually I have two real good favorites that I really like that um, I'm eventually going to step into, and um, one is the the uh, the t- how, how you say it? is it Thames Thames Street Shops, uh, Newport, oh, Rhode Island as well. Thames Street Shop. Yep. Yes. And I love that design. It's it's got it's got that to it, obviously, um, and, and it, that rooftop to it uh, is just pretty cool with the dormers and everything. Um, it is a very uniquely shaped structure. Um, I thought that one was really cool. The other one, of course, since we're doing uh, a waterfront, a big waterfront area, is Brett and I talked about this. And we want to uh, get a Faircloth Oysters. Oh yeah, uh, that one too. Um, yeah, and um, yeah. but but as far as the unique shape stuff, that one is really you have a bunch of them, but that one uh, sticks out to mind. JD Richardson's uh, cigars is another one mm-hmm. uh, that really. And Newport Hardware, uh, they, they're all very, really unique uh, kind of kits that you don't see shaped like that. You put a lot of work into the designs. Now, those are all built on prototypes. Uh, yes, they're all they're all. If you look at pictures of uh, Newport, Rhode Island, you'll find each and every one of those. The the uh, Thames uh, uh, Street Shops uh, that was a bicycle shop. Uh, and an REA building was, you know, the far end building side of that was an REA station. Uh, then uh, Newport Newport Hardware was a building supply place that was there that was actually not too far from where the Thames uh, where the Thames Street shops are. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one you asked about? Oh, Richard J.D. Richardson's that was an actual cigar shop there in in Newport. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Right. 
that, that, those are all really, really cool and unique structures. Maybe it's because I'm not from that region, and I when I see it, 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 it just pops at me. Um, but I do have a question for you, since you said you, you do them all um, as far as, um, you know, prototype. Um, the Blue and Gray Dixie Diner. <laughs> Since we are Civil War guys, it, by from from uh, we're into that stuff. Uh, is that based on uh, the the blue and gray diner that's in the square in Gettysburg? No, no, that, no? that actually is from that. That's from a uh, uh, Dan Raymond, a friend of mine up in uh, Massachusetts, sent me a picture of a diner. Uh, back to people sending me pictures. And, and it had a goofy name on it. It had a terrible name on it. And for some reason, I was I, I, actually, I think that was on one of the trips when my wife and I were headed up to the, to the quilt shop, the fabric <laughs> shop in Gettysburg. And, of course, while she's shopping, I'm sitting there doodling on, on paper and everything. And uh, for some reason, the, the blue and gray Dixie Diner just hit me with that one. So I, I, uh, I, I did that modeler's license and change the name on it, you know. So right. uh, I got you. A little yeah, bit, of, a little bit yeah. of artistic freedom on it. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jim, do, talk, do, about, talk about Gettysburg. I just, I just had a friend send me. He must have sent me a hundred pictures of buildings in Gettysburg. Uh-oh. That, uh, he mm-hmm. says, uh, you know, I need to get. And, and <laughs> like you said, it, it's funny because the, the next picture I get. Is my is my next favorite thing to get on, if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> uh-huh. oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I I actually yeah, went like, up there and took photos of the the train station in Gettysburg as well, and uh, it's also a pretty unique history to that too. Which which of oh, that whole yeah. town has its own unique oh, history. Yeah, yeah. but but um, yeah. Well, there's some really interesting buildings in that town. But the reason I brought that up is because it, it has, on that same corner, it has a, there is a, on the square, there is a diner, oh, not a diner, it's a bar and grill, uh, amazing hamburgers, by the way, uh, blue and gray Dixie, it's a blue and gray bar and grill. And it has mm-hmm. that same shape, the same corner. <laughs> Um, that faces a square, it, it, and I was like, "Wow, what if it, that's what he did?" But uh, well, it, yeah, the the the, uh, the information I had from that picture was up in somewhere up in Massachusetts. But yeah, uh-huh. uh, you know, sometimes that stuff gets all twisted around anyway. So you, <laughs> you just never know. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, real quick, uh, one of my, one of the things that I've always caught my eye. In fact, I called you on it before we actually knew you or anything else, and it is the yacht basin. And you don't make that one anymore. Is there plans in the future to do that one? Well, you know, I, there's. It, it, <laughs> I actually did another run. Of, I actually ended up doing a run of those probably about this time last year. Oh wow! The same, yeah. And I and we did another batch of them, and and I'll be honest <laughs> with you, they sold out right away. So yeah. uh, I guess I yeah. I guess if I was trying to you know be stay busy and make a living at this, I'd do more, but. I guess the answer to that right. is, uh, yeah, I, I've actually had a whole bunch of calls for it again just recently. So, right. Uh, so what? What? And, and I've I've put on my website now, you know, the availability of kits because I, I do not want to have you know dozens of kits in inventory all the time. Right. Right. Sure. Enough, right. We, we keep enough to be able to have you know so guys aren't waiting for kits. 
Right. But, uh, you know, if somebody out there is looking for one of my old kits, you know, yeah. uh, just let me know what you're looking for, and I'll put it on the list. I've got a pretty long <laughs> list of what's done. But, but again, I got, uh, you know, I'll put it on the list and see what we can do to get it done for them. Uh, that's I definitely think, one that I'm going to step in. I, and I'm just browsing through. I think one of the nicest, one of the nicer things that you do, and a couple other people do it too, but you have kits that, you know, you don't have to worry about spending to one, two, two fifty on a kit. You can, you know, if for for a model or that uh, that wants to just try, you know, get their feet wet with uh, a Craftsman kit, but not, you know, not drop a hundred dollars or more on one. You got to, you know, I'm just scrolling through. You have ones that are. You know, thirty, twenty-five, forty bucks. So, you you have a wide variety of kits to be to you know right appeal to almost anyone looking to do a craft. It's a big kit. range. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, you know, we sell a lot of the kits. If I can, you know, if I can put a my when I'm searching for the next kit, I really like to find a kit that I can put a lot of detail and quality and time into it, and still be able to sell it. You know, in the eighty to hundred dollar price range, because right. we sell a lot of kits at that price range, and yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we put a good value out there at that amount of money. Uh, right. But that that is the that's the kit value that we sell a lot of kits of. And that's your sweet so, spot. Yeah, that's that's my, that's our sweet spot. Yep, yep. Huh. And again, you know, I, I still look at. I was actually talking to a guy today, and saying about you know, I need to come out with another big kit and. You know, uh, you know, our kits aren't George Selios and Fine Scale mm-hmm. Miniatures and Doug Pascal. You know, those guys. Yeah. I think they're just in a different world, and they their things are just phenomenal. And you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think guys look at me and say, "Ooh, I got to buy the next year kit from Carolina Craftsman Kits," because you know we're not doing 200 castings and stuff like that in them. You know, we're 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 trying to put a, a fair value kit out there, and you know we're not we're not the famous guys. We're just a little kit maker that uh, you know hopefully trying to fill a little bit of a niche for everybody. So right, right. I, I I gotta be honest with you on this, um, and, and I'm not knocking those guys in their their you know their limited run. I understand limited run, okay, but yeah. it's frustrating too that if you're a modeler and you don't really know. You know, you're new. You're, you're maybe you're newer into it, and you see a limited run. Well, that's really awesome. I wonder if I can get that. It's these guys put them on their websites, and then they say, you know, out of you know, not they don't even say out of stock. They just say, you know, sold out, never, you know, never, you know, one time only type of thing, and you can never get it again. And and mm-hmm. and that kind of. You know that kind of stinks in a way, but you know in another way well, you can go there and check it out. Maybe maybe do your own and, kind and of uh, scratch building. I'll uh, but, I'll defend them just a little bit by we had talked with Doug and we had talked with a few of the other ones that have done it, and they do mm-hmm. later on re-release some of the other buildings right. within it, so you can piece and part it together. But you you know it's a different sure. it's a whole different thing later, but. And I'll disagree with you, Jeff. I think a lot of those, you know, as we're browsing through some of your kits here, you know, I some of the detail that you put into your kits is, is on the is on par with a lot of those other guys. It's not, you know, you're probably just... I totally you're, agree. You're definitely being a little humble well, about it. I think uh, a lot of the ones you have are, yeah. are stellar. So well, I, I, I appreciate that, but again, I... When I see the stuff that Doug does, it just it just boggles my mind yeah. to to see 
you know, the, the things that he does and what he puts into a kit. Uh, and, again, I, I can see why he sells. You know, I, I, I said to him about 10, 12 years ago when he, you know, I think he's been doing it 10 or 11 years, but in the first couple of years that he was doing it, I was buying everything he put out, of course. And, mm-hmm. and I said then, I said, Doug, you're, you're, you're the next George Selios. And, and <laughs> heaven, you know, that's absolutely happened. He is, is in, in, my, in my opinion, he far exceeds uh, anybody out there doing any kits. I just think he is the master of right. doing I don't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's and, an amazing builder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he, yeah. he's an amazing builder, and that helps when he when he builds his kits and he puts them up. I mean, yeah. man, you look yeah. at it and you're like, wow, that's that's insane. I, you know, and and you know, and it fits his price range. I mean, mm-hmm. usually his kits are in just like yours and a lot of others. Uh, he has that range in the eighty ninety where he has a lot of really mm-hmm. cool kits as well. Yeah. But I think a lot of his tributes to the fact that he is. Truly, a master miler. We're all, you know, we all like to think of ourselves as good milers, or you know, very good milers. But I he, hate everything in, I do. He's, he's yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, you know what? I do too. I do too. You build I, it, and you go. Yeah. I hate that. And then somebody goes, "Oh, yeah. that's really awesome." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and you know, those guys again. You go back to inspiration. You know, uh, again, I, I I always thought I had a pretty nice layout. Then I'd see something Doug did. I'd see something Howard Zane did. I went to the Celios, and I said, you know what? I, I, I'm going to start reading. I'm I'm done with model railroading. <laughs> My stuff doesn't doesn't even compare to these guys. And and right. that's part of what I think motivates us to try to do a little bit better. Uh, again, Doug is a true artist. He he's not a modeler. He is a true artist. And, yes. and I'll go to, uh, again, my cousin David Myers. Again, you guys probably need to talk to him someday. You know, he is a true artist. His, is that uh, he built the. Yep, I would yeah, like to get him over there. Yep. yep, yep. Well, he's the one, you know, he again built the Fenwick funnels that uh, some pictures are around on now. And if you look at that compared to mine, you know, it's, it's there's no comparison. It, it's another. You know, Doug Foscali quality right. build and everything. It's just, it's just far superior to anything you see. So, uh, you know, and, and, but he's again a true artist. And, and you know, all the kits. You know, it, it, they have now. There's obviously there's some that are you know that are better than others as far as how they how they structure them and how they build them and and how they piece together. Um, but. It, 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 by and large, what they are, are it's, it's a model kit, and people need to not be, uh, <clears throat> for you listeners out there, not be afraid to try it and build it. Right. And don't be intimidated by it. In fact, I think once right. you realize that you can do it, and you, you'll find that it's, that it's not all that tough, and it's not any more difficult than putting a plastic kit together. And I'm not knocking plastic kits. I'm saying... Um, it's not. It's it's not. People should not be intimidated by trying a craftsman kit, and and by right. large, you know, one kit they build relatively. You know, once you know how to build a few kits and you get a couple under your belt, you'll be able to build just about any kit, no matter how big or large it is. And right. what it comes down to with making it look like somebody like Dave's, uh, like your like your cousin Dave's, or or, or Celia's, or or uh, Fiscali, uh, you know, it, it's they have they they have an artistic background. And they they are able to turn that into uh, more. They take that same kit you have, and right. that's what they do 
It's it's the paint that they add and how they do their effects and things like that. And it just comes from practice and 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 having some artistic ability. And some of us have some, and some don't have any, and some have a lot. And everyone you know? can learn. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and again, you know, how, how big a mistake can you make if you if you don't like it? You know, yeah. you got to take the windows out and you repaint it. You start right. over. You know. Oh it's, man, that sounds that like difficult. hell. Right. Yeah. My, I, I, our, our, our. If you've listened to our podcast, I'm sure you you've heard we love windows. Yeah. We don't really love windows. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, talking about windows, do you, do you like to build them? Do you like the the Titchies or Grant lines better than the laser cut windows? Which would my, you prefer? Honestly, my yeah, laser cuts are cool. My favorite windows to do, even though I despise windows, is. Uh, I love the laser cut windows a lot. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Okay. Um, yeah. But I also do love the Titchy windows because uh, I. <laughs> so you'll see on a lot of the kits that I build, a lot of my Titchy windows are all are like one of four colors because that's what I have on my flat spray paint, and I mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> I just spray paint them and I throw them into the kit and I weather them from there. I don't I don't like to hand paint my Titchy windows, but. Uh, <laughs> so spray painting them, I love doing that because it's quick and easy. But uh, they're all—they're only about one of four or five colors because that's the the different rattle cans I have to cut to you know paint them with. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the, uh, I do I think tell you, I, I asked that question. I say I asked that because I love doing the uh, laser cut windows because you could get you know uh, there, there's just no end to the designs and you can have them open or shut oh, yeah. or. Well, you know, whatever. If the, and, and if there's multiple, but most. Oh, I was just go ahead. I say, but most of the models, <laughs> uh, I'm finding that some of my guys are coming around that they prefer to do laser cut, but most of them say, "Ooh, they're too much work." But yeah, you know, I, I still like the laser cut windows and doors on these things I, just because of all the features you can do. I love it. You can add so many colors to it. There's a lot of. You can, oh. And and so there's just unlimited what what you can do with them as far as detailing them and painting them and everything. So I'm I'm with you on that. Yes, it's it's like designing the storefronts. I love designing the storefronts. That that to me is as big a hobby as anything mm-hmm. because again you you do it in layers so that they can be painted so that you're not trying right. to paint with a fine brush. You know, so you can. Like you said, Brett, you can use your your sprays or your airbrush, and you can paint each each layer individually, and it comes out clean and sharp, and just a realistic storefront and everything. So, sure, yeah. I mean, just for example, I mean, uh, I I'm, I know it's a it's it's a please, and I know you, I know you and Kenny uh, know each other real well, um, mm-hmm. but. Kenny Crump built has 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 me building this test build of this Goober's garage, and it had, on the garage doors they are laser cut, and um, right. I wanted to uh, I instead made a garage door with giant windows all over the front of it, and I did that by cutting out. It was a neat thing because it was laser cut. I could cut the panes out and make them bigger or smaller uh, the way I wanted to, and uh, there was like the creativity. Um, was you know just really really cool. It wasn't at all what Kenny designed, and, uh, and I sent him a photo of it, and he's go- and he was working on cutting some at that time or building something, and he said, "Oh my gosh!" He said, "I never even thought to do that." He said, "That's great. I'm going to do that yeah. on my next one." So yeah, absolutely. But, um, so yeah. yeah. 
So I have one last question, and and that, and this will be my last question. I promise. I was on your site, <laughs> and I I might or might have not been trying to buy a kit, but uh, we'll talk about that later. And uh, um, I see a thing at the top that says "Home of the Groovy Kits." That might be the funniest yeah. thing. I love that. What so can, is there any story behind that, or is that just something? Uh, <laughs> well, let's, 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 let's go back to let's go back to my old buddy Jimmy Dignan. You know, he he's the one. Somewhere along the line, they started calling me Groovy Grove, and uh, <laughs> uh, so th- that's where that's come from now. So that that's okay. just, if you got some, if you would have gotten some of our early T-shirts, they all said "Home of the Groovy Kits." So uh, so I still <laughs> I'll still at a show, somebody will come by, and they're all calling me Groovy. So uh, that, that's just kind of my my nickname, and it's again blame Jimmy for that. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just, well, that's pretty yeah, cool. I, I didn't just, even notice that until you said that. I just noticed it at the yeah. top, and I was like, "I gotta ask you while I have while we still have you on the phone here." So that that's awesome. Now, um, well, well, I have a question. What is your of all the kits that you have, or either have up there on your site now, or ones that you've done? Maybe you don't have up there. Um, what was your ultimate favorite? Design and favorite build or, or or kit you've you've done. Probably my favorite has been the uh, uh, the Darden Company. That's based on that. That's one that was done about two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and that was based on a you know, the Darden. I think it was called the Darden Mill in Elkins, West Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and for for some reason, that, that's been a good selling kit. It's been uh, it's it's a simple kit. But it's just got a neat look because it's got, if you look at the prototype pictures, it's got different uh, sidings on it. It's got a couple of little cuts. It's got different roof on it. It's it's going through several evolutions. I, I could do another. The the the, the kit I did of it, the kit that I did of it, was based on the best dates that we could come up with in the like in the 20s, and then mm-hmm. it changed again drastically in the in the 60s. Uh, and and I could actually do a, a whole kit of it over again and you wouldn't even know it was the same kit with all the changes they made in the building so again, oh, that, some searching on online that, that's that's probably been my favorite kit yes that's a cool looking kit i'm looking at it now it's got clockboard mm-hmm. siding it's got the your corrugated metal siding on a portion of it it's it's got a little taste of everything to that thing right yep and and if you look at the picture of it there's a a uh, the train track ran behind it there was two or three tracks ran behind it and there was a road uh, a, a highway that ran under the train tracks and came around to the front and it's it's a beautiful building and a kit to do a die if you wanted to do a and i keep saying i'm going to do it but i've just been too busy but a 12 by 18 diorama of that thing showing the picture with the tracks and the tr- road on it it's it's a beautiful little kit. I, it's my favorite one. My favorite one, and that's and that's cool. one of those. that's a limited edition. You know right. what that limited edition is? As many as I can sell. So uh, <laughs> that that was put out for actually that was put out. I think it was in twenty sixteen or twenty twenty sixteen uh, Springfield show. Right. And uh, and and I was only going to do enough for the show and, and the orders I got from the show and, and pre orders. And but it's been one I, I you know I cut it you know, I, I cut a couple of them every couple of weeks anymore because it's mm-hmm. it's just been a good uh, 
well well uh, represented kit and, and it just still has a nice place everywhere so Man, it's it, nice it's straight it's straight in there and fits in, in between tracks anywhere you know so that is cool I and mean, it, it, it you know it says here Elkins West Virginia and it mm-hmm. definitely has that West Virginia feel to it too mm-hmm. uh, it was yep. really really awesome yeah, yeah, and it, that's cool. And I love the one building on the very end that's, uh, you know, all clapboard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sorry, not clapboard, yeah. all sheet metal, all sheet metal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, and again, you know, what I'm assuming that if you knew the full evolution of that is, you know, there was one building and then the addition and then an addition and then another addition, right. you know, so that's, and that's kind of the way it visualizes yeah. into the kit and everything, too. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see that, how it's structured. That's pretty. That's pretty sweet. Now, um, uh, upcoming uh, that you don't that your uh, projects in the works or. Oh, I got. Like I said, I I probably got. No pressure, 50, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. With the the uh, I've probably got about nine kits that are in various levels of production or <laughs> you know test building and everything on in on my workbench and everywhere. Uh, I'm, I just finished up Shire's uh, trading post. I just posted a picture of that one. That's going to be the next one in HO coming out. Uh, so mm-hmm. that one's on the way. Uh, and I'm working on Nickerson's Landing, which is going to be another, it's going to be, you know, basically try to fix it up. So, you know, Bruce, like you said, Bruce from Seaport was on the other week, uh, uh-huh. work a couple of his boats into how this is going to be. So I'm working on that one. It's got like the old life-saving station look to it, and everything is what that one's good. But that, but it's going to be a big kit. It's going to be one of the. It'll probably be the kit that I'm trying to get together for Expo for coming up here in in November. So nice, kind of where that right. one's for. Yeah, yeah. We will. De- yeah, I will definitely be at the Expo. So. Yeah. I know. We talked about this at the, la- at the show we ran into. Yeah, Brett's got to do a, a big run that weekend, a 100-mile yeah. run he's doing in Bama. But I'll be at the Expo, and I believe we're going to try and uh, uh, do some live podcasts uh, from there, interviews with uh, you, all of you guys and uh, some of the modelers themselves. And uh, I'm really looking forward to being up there for that. Yeah, we were, but, um, we were in talks. Yeah. We were in talks with Doug to get a you know a spot up there, so we'll definitely yeah. be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's you know that's coming up, and uh, so yeah. I, again, what's on the list? I got I got a lot of I got more than I could even think about right now, and and can't wait to get to the next one. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you got some shows coming up, or? Well, the the uh, actually nothing until Expo. Uh, that's you know well, oh, okay. that's in November. You know we've really right. cut back on the show schedule uh, right. because you know the 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 good news is we downsized and moved to the Carolinas. Yeah. Uh, the bad news is that that puts us about you know two days travel to get to most sure. of the shows and. You know, and that's one right. way. And uh, I, I, you know, I'm getting so I don't really want to travel four days to go do a two-day show. So we're kind of slowing down on the show circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but we'll probably we'll probably keep Springfield in the expo in 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 that uh, in the right. schedule. But uh, you know, there's there's a couple shows here local in the Carolinas that we do, which you know, that's you know, kind of a natural. But uh, right. other than that, you know, I don't have anything until expo coming up. Is is all we've got and. You know that'll be here before we know it. So, and when we get when I go up there, 
and I run into you and Kenny, and uh, we talked. To, I talked to uh, Dave Criswick, which you know well as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, we were all talking about that before. I went to get you. We're all going to go out to get get some dinner if you're cool with that yeah. somewhere yeah, up that'd there. Be, that'd, be a, that'd be a fun time. <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> Dave, Dave and his wife Kelly were just here last week. Yeah, they were just down. We uh, we got to run around, look for buildings, and take pictures and all kinds of stuff. Oh, he he showed yeah. me some of the some of the pictures were amazing. Yeah, some really yeah. cool and, buildings. And Dave, he does a lot of my instructions for us because uh, I hate doing instructions. You know, they just uh, really. Uh, you know, they're so difficult uh, to, to try to get the message across sometimes. And he's actually been doing most of our instruction. He just does a phenomenal job on it for he, me. He does. You know, and, and he'll do a lot of test builds for me and everything. So uh, he, he's a lot of help to uh, Dave's an awesome. Out, Dave's yeah. an awesome. Uh, he's an awesome guy. He's an awesome modeler too. So he's Ab- yeah. absolutely. He, he's uh, he's about five in a million. You know, I, I can go. Right. Again, Kenny, you know, same thing. Kenny and I have known each other for a long time, and he's sure. just, uh, you know, again, it's it's a it's a good good gang of people to do all this stuff and everything. Oh yeah, so, good company. You know, oh yeah, yeah. It's good company. Yeah. <laughs> well, good sir. Company, yeah. Well, we thank you for being here with us tonight and taking away from whatever you have planned there this evening. Um, and, you know, we, we loved having you on the show, of course, and it's never long enough. Uh, a lot of these shows are never long enough. So with that in mind, in the future, uh, we would like to have you on again with us. And uh, I had a lot of fun tonight. I really did. Definitely. Um, well, me too. Uh, me too. I, I really enjoy the, you know, the, uh, the conversation and, and getting the message out and, and then everything. And again, you you guys are doing a phenomenal job. I I'm really impressed with the way you're you're you know putting uh, some the, the good people in the industry and, and getting the message out is, just, is fantastic. It's it's very good. We're just trying Thank to you. connect uh, connect everybody together because that's the only way we can uh, keep keep things moving here. So. Um, yeah, yeah, yep. and the next time we have you on, it won't be as much about your story. We'll probably jump into a couple, you know, more content-filled topics and less about uh, your backstory. So now, now that now okay. that we have you on once, the next one will be a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> well, some other. Yeah, topics. we'll talk about. So maybe we'll maybe, talk about the builds themselves. A little yeah, bit or, or what you're working on for the yeah. show, or whatever's going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, absolutely. Anytime, like like I said, guys, just let me know and. I'd be glad to uh, get in the schedule and, and work with you for whatever you need done. Fantastic. Very cool. Well, thank you very much, sir. And um, Thank you, guys. Well, that was awesome. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for coming on to the show. We, yeah, what we a great interview. We greatly appreciate his time. What's that? Uh, so what a great interview, man. Oh, it was great. We had a good time. Uh, He's I, awesome. I imagine, I imagine the next time that we see Jeff in person, uh, we'll be grabbing a bite to eat with him. Yes. Yeah, so. at the expo. Have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be there. I'll be I'll be in the middle of the night, I'll be still running. Nah, maybe we'll see him before that, but who knows? Eh, you never know. But uh so cool. We wanna thank Jeff for coming on the show. Uh as usual. Uh thank you guys for listening. We want to kind of hear some suggestions for the show. I know we have a couple more interviews coming up and we're pretty booked through the summer. But a lot of our interviews coming up are other modelers, um, and we will be getting some other perspectives of modeling coming up here very soon 
one of them is a pretty, you know, if you're on the Facebook groups, you've seen him around a lot. He does a lot of very cool, um, we'll just give you guys a little teaser. He does a lot of very cool tall buildings and, um, and we admire his work. So we'll have, we'll have a new guest on the show next week. It does a little bit different of a modeling that we've seen, um, pretty much anywhere else. He's kind of unique in his little facet there. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then, okay. like my dad has said before, uh, we got a lot of interviews lined up and a lot of good modelers come in. So it's not just all manufacturers. We got yeah, the next models. bunch. The next bunch are going to be all modelers. Yeah, and so. it'll be cool to get their their perspective on everything. So, I think I have one, one or two. I think I have one kit builder in there, but all the rest of them are modelers. There's some they, real good they, ones that they're all they're all awesome, and yeah. uh, it's going to be really cool. Right. Some of them are different time zones, which will be kind of different for us. It'll be mm -hmm. it'll be a lot of fun. And I'm not talking yes. time zones like our buddies, uh, our our original interview like Stephen. I'm talking and and Jason in different time zones. We're talking about different time zones like we're talking about while you're eating lunch, they're sleeping. That's what we're talking. <laughs> we're talking about. about the other side of the world. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. That's going to be a, a blast, I think, to have those people on our show. Right. And, uh, yeah. So. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. As usual, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, well, you name it. We're everywhere. Twitter. Yes. So uh, we also want to hear some feedback. So we're at episode 26 of the show. Um, we've done a lot. This is now, I don't know, how many how many months is this? It's six full oh months. Oh, my God. It's been six what, December, January? When do we start? Well, we weren't very consistent every week until January. Okay. Um, but since January, we've done a week, an episode every week. We have uh, not and now missed. We're doing, and now we're doing two with our Patreon patron episodes. Um, so there's a about a half an hour episode each week with them right. if you become a patron. But uh, we want to hear some feedback. We 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 enjoy doing this. We enjoy getting guests on the show. We hope yeah. you guys enjoy the guests. Mm -hmm. uh, our listenership hasn't really changed much as far as numbers by having guests versus just us on the show so we want to hear kind of what you guys think what you if you have any topics if you have any things you want to talk about on the show or have us address you can always right. shoot us an email info at hoscalecustoms.com right you can also email podcast at hoscalecustoms.com or just get on our facebook page send us a message send us a message on instagram anywhere you, there's a billion We're ways everywhere. to contact there's a million ways to contact us, and uh, we want to hear from you guys. So We're everywhere, send us a private we, message through Facebook. I don't care. Just yeah, shoot, we, you know, whatever. We see, we see the stats, and we want to hear some feedback from the show. Uh, or even if you have a couple questions or things you want us to discuss on the show, um, shoot them at, shoot them to us. Yeah. We'll, hey, we've we'll been here 26 weeks. We've been here 26 weeks. We're not missing a week. We haven't missed a week yet. We're not going to. I'll do it on my deathbed. If they have me in the hospital, I'll do it from my hospital bed. But this is, this is, this is, we're here to stay. So, uh, you just, uh, we're, you know, uh, if you got ideas, we're not going to run out of content. We'll make up content. Well, it's, it's, uh, there's a million topics and a lot of stuff that we've never even touched and we're going to grab right. it all if we can. So, yep. uh, awesome. yeah. So, yep. anyways, we look forward to hearing from you guys, and we are going to sign off for the night. Thanks, and happy modeling this weekend, bye, everyone. Yep, have a nice 4th of July. <laughs>